welcome to the No More Late Peace podcast. I'm Jackie. And I'm Danielle, and we're just two best friends and ex-Blockbuster employees re-watching some of the best and worst movies from the late 90s and early 2000s. This week, we are talking about the 2000 teen comedy horror film, Boltnik, with our guests, Ryan and Rob, from the Radical Retro Rewind podcast. Welcome. Hello. Thank hi. you. Hello. <laughs> oh, that was a mouthful. Like, <laughs> All those R's. I know. <laughs> no, it's just like, I don't know if this movie really, like, I think it was released in the 2000s, but I think it's like a full 90s movie, but we'll get into that later. We're so glad you guys are on. And everybody listeners, if you want to get to know Ryan and Rob a little bit better, hit pause and check out their trailer and come back. We'll wait for you. No problem. <laughs> okay, you're back. Great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but before we dive in, let's get into some housekeeping <laughs> if you love the podcast and you want to support us here are a few ways that you can did you know writing us a review and or rating us helps us get more listeners you should by now because we tell you every episode every so episode. if you want to be featured and help us grow head on over to your favorite podcasting platform and leave us a review and don't forget to hit the subscribe button once you get there so that you can get alerted when new episodes are live. And if you want exclusive content, stickers, lives, and access to our Burned Odds Spotify playlist, head on over to patreon.com slash no more late fees and become a bestie. I have been Jif crazy lately, so you can get exclusive no more late fees GIFs because we make some faces. Ooh. Mostly yeah. Danielle, <laughs> but... A lot. I, I I know I've I've done some in the last few episodes, so I'm <laughs> very excited and also horrified to see what comes out. So yes. definitely worth it. Yep. So, so you have to yeah. be a Patreon member to see them. So pop on over. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Bolt neck. I kept wanting to. I think I must have texted both of you guys saying bolt head, but. <laughs> <laughs> It is what it is. Yeah. The movie is about a brainy student who resurrects a dead classmate by transplanting the mind of a serial killer into the teen's body. Very idle hands mm -hmm. is yes. giving. Mm -hmm. The movie stars Matthew Lawrence, Justin Walker, Christine Lincoln, Christian Payne, Shelley Duvall, Richard Mall, Charles Flesher, Kenny Blank, Bianca Lawson, and Ryan Reynolds. The movie was directed by Mitch Marcus and was written by Dave Payne. You can watch it for free on YouTube. We are still supporting the strike, but we've so, so missed doing movies. So we found a indie movie. It's streaming for free. And yeah, that's pretty much it. We're still fully supporting the strike, but I know you guys missed some movies with us. So we're just trying to find indie or foreign movies to share with you guys. So let's get started with our ratings rewind. You know the drill. Before we get into the movie, we'll, we will reveal the rating our Y2K versions of ourselves would give. Then at the end, we'll see if our current selves agree with our initial rating. Our scale consists of would buy it, would buy it again. The best would plan repeat. Five day rental. Would watch again. Two day rental. Eh, okay, but nothing to write home about. And same day rental straight up dumpster trash 
And I think we're going to add another category, which is haven't seen, because yeah. I feel like none of us have seen this movie before. <laughs> but I'll still go around and ask just in case. Has any of us have? We've never seen this, right? So I would say that I have. Oh, okay. However, I I didn't have full on memory or maybe even repeated memory of watching this. So I don't know if this counts, but I have seen this before. Well, wow. do you feel like you remember enough to give it a rating or would you like to? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> so out of the categories, I would say that this is a two-day rental, okay, but nothing to write home about. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. This movie. <laughs> <laughs> this. This, this movie. Let's get into the movie. So this movie came out in 2000. The movie did wrap in the summer of 1998 and was released straight to video. So I think there was like, a pre-release and then they re-released it again in 2000 because this very much has 90s vibes Mm -hmm. and the production company behind this was like some Japanese company that might have been linked to a a struck company but like it still was independent in Japan Mm -hmm. I don't know but it did feel very much like a TV movie more than anything Yes, most of the posters say bolt neck but it was also released as big monster on campus and also when you watch it it says teen monster so yes. we're this in movie i feel like is running away from itself it's like <laughs> alias after alias after alias have you seen teen wolf on oh, no, teen wolf teen uh teen, teen monster, monster. On, campus, on campus oh no <laughs> <laughs> I I just feel like Boltnik is better. Yes. Um, because Big Monster on campus, campus gives me the vibes of like college mm-hmm. yes. than a high school. And Teen Monster just seems real boring. So yeah. I think Boltnik he didn't have bolts in his neck. Right, right, right. <laughs> Kept waiting. <laughs> right. But we could have had Shovelhead. <laughs> <laughs> bucket hat oh there were a lot of hats there were there was a lot of fashion choices (laughs) yeah but then there was like some odd fashion choices and you're like did this just go to the 80s and right and then the 1950s at some point (laughs) (laughs) i was super surprised more than anything how stacked the cast was yes Mm. Yeah. So like we have Ryan Reynolds, obviously, but then you have like the who's who of 90s teen TV shows, mainly like these are all, a lot of TV actors. But what I love is that I found an old article from Variety announcing that this movie had wrapped and they did in in that article, I think they called it Big Monster on Campus. And the two people that they highlighted in that article was Justin Walker because remember he was just like oh, it was so not funny. too far from Clueless. Yes. Yeah. And the other person was what's the dad's name again? 
Judd I was going to say Shelley Duvall. Like, I, no, I, no, it was Reinhold. <laughs> yeah, Judd, I mean, there's so many yeah. people to pick from, but like that's who they picked was Christian Walker, Justin Walker, sorry. Justin Walker, yeah. And Judge oh, Reinhold. Yeah. When, yeah. when I saw the dad, I turned to my husband and I go, it's the weenie whistle guy. <laughs> Santa Claus, and he just wanted a weenie whistle. That's how I always remember him. It's so funny, like, out of yes. all the movies he's been in, and, like, that is all I kept thinking was the, the stepdad from Santa Claus. I was like, this is so disrespectful to this man. Because <laughs> he's been in so many movies. Yeah, he's, he's, I should refer him better with Beverly Hills Cop, but he is vice versa to me, and he's also gremlins to me. That's mm. what I see with Judge Reinhold. I think a lot of people would prefer fast times yeah to oh, judge yeah. but yeah he's vice versa he's vice versa with me so yeah that's my judge Reinhold. <laughs> but yeah i i noticed justin walker and i was like oh my god it's cake boy <laughs> i forgot he was in this and he's so extra he him and oh, his bestie in this goodness. movie tuttle give off they give off two different vibes. They give off the two guys from Hocus Pocus. Yes, that I was calling them a knockoff. <laughs> it's an ice rub. Ice. Yeah, yeah, ice. <laughs> and then also Murray and Sean from the Clueless TV show. Mm-hmm. Just maybe some of the outfits. Like yeah. they almost oh, look like they're matching not. sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then we have Christine L- Lakin who, step by step... Mm-hmm. Um, and then just Susan Knight, huh? Me. She's Susan Knight to me. Susan oh, Knight. Veronica Mars. Oh, <laughs> sweet knees, sweet knees, <laughs> right? <laughs> but then, like randomly, there's Shelley Duvall, there's Richard Mall, and I'm just like, what the hell? Yeah, it's just what happened to Shelley. Oh, <laughs> oh, that is a very sad, sad. Story. No, I just meant like oh. I haven't seen her in so long. I was just shocked. There's like a whole account right now, I think, on Instagram where she she met. She was like the the head of the Shelley Duvall fan club, and she, <laughs> I don't know if she made it herself, but whatever it was, <laughs> she met with Shelley, and um, she's doing like a lot of charity for her and helping her raise things for her housing situation. But uh-huh. I think she's in a new movie. Oh. Or she filmed something recently. She re- she's returning to in acting in oh, some good. form. That's good. <laughs> Another surprise for me was Kenny Blank, who I used to like love the show <laughs> Parenthood. I think Parenthood, it was- yes. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I I love his sarcasm in this movie. His levity just kind of like actually adds some comedic timing. Like he's far and above a better actor than most. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I- I'll say it. And then my boo, Bianca Lassa was the I, best. Jeez, she's probably 40 in this, still looking like she's in <laughs> high school. Ageless, Ageless woman. So fucking hot in this movie. Like, really do you I'm- see how they were admiring her, her chest and how she was very <laughs> fully developed? I'm like, yeah, because she's the only grown woman. <laughs> in this movie of course she's, she's gonna look good grown woman i was surprised to find out this was her movie debut yes yes yeah. because that's uh, honestly out of everyone in this movie i'm sorry ryan when she came on the screen i'm like 
oh yes I am in my <laughs> elements Kendra the vampire slayer is here and <laughs> I just kept waiting for her to come back and come back so that was a really nice surprise I was hoping her and Ryan would hook up in this movie but they didn't so <laughs> that was disappointing he wasn't the greatest actor in this movie I'm not gonna lie it was still giving Nickelodeon like <laughs> oh yeah 15 oh yeah, my god 15, his acting in course. 15 lord jesus <laughs> okay but then still you would get himself. little glimpses of like the ryan we know today and i was like there it is that's oh, jackie yeah. that's when what i saw him, too there's like little signs of it yeah developing him it's when he's like okay i'm gonna stop acting and just be myself that and is that's what, his bread and butter that's yeah. what's funny about it too is that the movie didn't i mean the movie had him do versatile roles right but at the same time because they didn't give us any footage of our serial killer we don't know who he was mimicking mm -hmm. so the fact that he's also a new actor on the scene like he could just play himself and nobody would know the the wiser right, right. maybe this is how our serial killer acts you know <laughs> but yeah we didn't really get him mimicking anyone so he could have honestly just done anything that he wanted at, at times he would do like the weird deep voice when he would like yes. yell or emphasize it i was like that was a choice like <laughs> Is this like the serial killer coming through, but then... I am going to say that that was post-production decision. I don't blame Ryan for that. <laughs> I don't think that he chose that. But to be fair, I was actually thinking about the voice, right? Because as you mentioned, this is somewhat a horror or in that sort of genre, right? Right. And given that it was Frankenstein's monster, not too much supernatural or magic going on in that story, but at the same time, like my my sort of like pull to the movie was sort of this possible supernatural aspect. And yeah, he showed signs of a little super strength, but there wasn't much going on. Like he didn't need to be a Frankenstein's mm -hmm. monster to even do this movie. So with that being said, like I liked the idea that they toyed with his voice just to hint that we're not just dealing with a kid with an attitude or like right. you know like there is an element of monster that this movie is supposedly advertising in the movie because i was like without it i'm like okay well i didn't really need to watch this <laughs> but i mean they tried it with the voice but yeah that definitely was a choice for sure <laughs> they really did but i took it rob and this is our bread and butter right charmed that early episode when they have like Prue becoming a man and she yeah. do like a Shannon Doherty. They do like a distorted voice thing on her voice. And it's mm -hmm. this like so over the top kind of, you know, kind of <laughs> voice that it's, it was funny, but yeah, I feel like, I wonder if he did know if that was just post. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of choices being made. <laughs> yes. I'm, I have to give it up to Matthew Lawrence a little bit. Like, yes. I feel like he carried this movie on his back. I agree. I agree. He was really consistent. He was real intense. Yeah. <laughs> he was definitely a geek I would still be down with. I don't care. Even after his speech, I was like, you oh, giving me necro here, but I still do you. I He he looked so good because he was just passionate about it. I But yeah, I, I thought he did a, a great job in the movie. He he looks so handsome, but after the speech, Rob, I oh, I, I, I was, was just like, oh, I was there. This man knows a lot about death. <laughs> <laughs> That's 
and I, I do enjoy the tie-ins. Like, I know they tried to sort of do this modern take on an old story. Frankenstein. But not only did Frankenstein <laughs> and his monster exist in this world, the dad and mom decided to name him Frank with the last name Stein. Like, right. please help me with this. <laughs> How no one made the joke. And then he's also into, like, death as well. Yeah. One thing that just didn't make sense to me was his his mouse Igor mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like how Igor just kept getting stronger and stronger and like biting through his cage and you know getting through I just thought it was supposed to like have a climax or like it's obviously hinting to something that we're going to see yeah in, the mousetrap um, right just disappear that was it nothing right. ever seen again well and I Carl, think that was just alluding to the fact that Carl is going to have super strength which we see oh, in one scene just one at the right end. that's what I mean like I thought it was building up to something a little bit more and it's literally I'm going to toss someone across the room and that's mm-hmm. it and he didn't have that... to use it then he was saving it up for the end <laughs> right like I thought it would have been like a hint that we've got to put Carl down because this turns He's out bad spiraling yeah, yeah. right so I mean, they had an opportunity to do that. They could have easily just brought this kid back to life and, you know, this awkward kid becomes cool. He didn't need to be a serial killer to, to, you know, know what's cool. But it also just speaks on the idea of, like, these high school kids, like, they don't care where the bad boy (laughs) comes from. Even if they kill people, they will will definitely be smitten (laughs) by (laughs) someone who likes to kill people. But yeah, they they definitely missed the mark on that. They were hinting at something bigger, and it sucks that we... He was already a serial killer, so there was nothing really to elevate him to. So, yeah. I kind of feel like, and hear me out, that some of the movie would have made a lot more sense if maybe Mr. or Mrs. Stein were dead. Because you have to ask yourself, like, why is this kid so obsessed with death? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I would say that, like, there should have been some sort of backstory of, like, a best friend or a parent passing away that he Ooh. wants to end, like, he doesn't want death to I, happen. He wants to stop it. I Smart. think I think his dad doing weird experiments on brains just made him a weird kid that was obsessed. Yeah, with yeah but, like, it, he'd be obsessed with science, but why, like stopping death like his dad is focusing on brains like having nothing to do with death and he was like the movie starts off with him like going into this poem right about the dog dying or dead dog it's real weird like it's giving serial killer vibes his damn self you know he rob (laughs) yeah i i don't know what the timeline is i i guess if i had to give him any kind of grace it would be because of the death of Igor that he just went into this like what is death what is life can we bring him back you know I'm already this weird kid with the whole brain dad but like maybe the <laughs> the death of the mouse kicked it off I I don't know but yeah I mean there's really no sign of him being this morbid without right. any kind of background or is he just living up to the name that he was given like we maybe. mentioned Frank Stein and he had that poster that looked like almost like a frankenstein monster it at one did, point yeah. that he ripped it, down maybe yeah maybe he's obsessed with that like maybe he got teased so much about it he's like i'm just gonna lean into this this i'll who show I you am. i'm right. gonna bring my Reason. mouse back <laughs> <laughs> 
And we also find out that Frank has a crush on Macy, played by Christine Lakin. And she really doesn't... It, she's not, like, disgusted by him. She just really has never given him a thought. <laughs> it's Yeah, she doesn't know he exists, apparently. She just com- But she just seems completely disinterested with everything. Everything, yes. yeah. She was a very interesting leading lady. I... I found her a little bit, I, I don't want to use the word disrespectful. I find her to be very blunt and honest, which I think was wonderful. You know, she's like, look, dude, I don't know you. So no, we're not going to go out. But that very evening, it was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Let's I like hang out. You. I like you. And <laughs> like, you don't, you were giving him googly eyes while he was, you know, trying to buy a ticket. Like, yeah. there was a little hint of it. But I mean, maybe you guys can tell me, like, even if you do have like a small crush, if you don't know someone, right. would you immediately say yes to a date or After would that you give that a speech? shot? Or <laughs> I, I would pray. He's already, well, she's apparently not paying attention that he exists. Yeah, uh, I would have moved on from that. In her third like, grade right. or that's right. Horrible. That's crazy. But I feel like she could have said, you know what? why don't we go out this Friday and get to know each other before yeah. I commit? But I guess I didn't realize homecoming was literally like the next day. Like the timeline. <laughs> the time yeah. They had 90 minutes. I don't know why we didn't get a timeline with this movie. But yeah, I, I was unsure if I was supposed to like her or even want them together. Yeah. Yes. Is it because we're so used to seeing her on Step by Step and she played an opposite character, I feel like. She was more, was her Al-ish. Al? Al, yeah. She was like yeah. more tough and like, this kind, she was just kind of like, hi, I, I mean, I'm alive. Yeah, she seemed like an everyday 90s teenager. She really did. And her clothes, very authentic. like yes. The fits and that, yeah. <laughs> I did. It didn't make sense her being friends with those other two girls. Mm-mm. No. at all but do you guys did you guys see there was a scene where she had two other friends that were literally like another black lit girl and a blonde girl like <laughs> yeah. was supposed to notice that like those are different people like I, who are these they were girls? their stand-ins can you yeah imagine? i was gonna say right. stunt doubles and they didn't even switch them oh yeah this movie really didn't care there was yeah the the cop so he's talking to what is it lance and tuttle or is that his name yeah lance, yeah, lance what a name yeah, lance so and perfect. tuttle lance and this was right after <laughs> ryan dies and so they're talking to him and then like you know frank's in the back and while they were talking the boom mic <laughs> that was the second was time rob so that was the second <laughs> scene <laughs> And it's not like it was one take and they edit out. Like they were like, no. this is the best take that you guys have delivered these lines. I don't care if this boom mic is showing up. We are doing this because I, you, this is the best take we've got. We got to move on. This mic was in the cut, like the scene so visibly. I just couldn't believe it. Like this is definitely indie for sure. I mean, so <laughs> in that same scene, you see Ryan in the backseat breathing as well when he's supposed to be dead right. <laughs> so you get the really? mic and the breathing and i'm like okay <laughs> both neck head <laughs> so towards the beginning of the movie um they tell ryan reynolds character carl who is 
the most emo person in a bad Michael Jackson wig I've ever seen. <gasps> I was shocked when he spun around. <laughs> like, what was that jacket? What was? What did it say on his back of his jacket? Oh, I think I wrote it down. Punk, punked and die, you killed it. <laughs> Rock on. <laughs> so, like, Lance is like, I'm having a party tonight. And Carl's like, cool. And he's like, you're not invited. And Ken's just like, why? Why would they do that to him? I'm like, because kids are assholes. Like, teenagers yep. are just Oh, yes. But jerks. what I don't understand is, Carl, baby boy, not only are you taller than these little punk-ass bitches. Right. You outweigh them. Like, Take dude, them you don't out. Even, you don't even have to know how to, like, throw hands. <laughs> but this is, you know, also how morbid this movie is. I, for one, I completely forgot that this movie is not rated, right? Oh. So they basically it did doesn't everything. exist. That's right. right. Mas- the aliases. <laughs> They've got masturbation jokes in here. Oh, They've yeah. got, you know, an, a sort of absentee father. But the fact that Ryan was so close is because he was getting beaten at home yes. by his abusive father for no apparent reason. Yeah, let's have him get bullied at school, but then also give him an abusive father and. I get it because the contrast is is that when he does become, you know, the serial killer, you know, he's obviously in a position to stand up for himself. And so they gave him this abusive dad. But it's like, if you really want to get deep on something <laughs> like bolt neck, like that was a choice <laughs> to just give him this whole life. And yeah, so I mean, I think he just became this reserved emo because he was taught like he's nothing and that just sucked that but yeah he could totally take them all but i all feel like that should have made him actually a bully at school because his dad was bullying him at home not well, be closed I, off he should have been smacking hose at school i felt like that was the catalyst for him to showing up at the party just because he asked for alcohol mm-hmm. for yes else Pro- prozac something like some sort of drug yeah, and the way he was like, so the okay, this appears that I'm like, why are you scene. here, Ryan Reynolds? But this scene, why are we in the dark? I know you're trying oh. to allude that we're like, I don't know, I don't know, you all hunching in the corners. If they were, ha- I saw full on thrusts. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't know what's happening right now. Yeah. We've but also like, got Lincoln just watching like some right. cuck. I'm like, why are you in the same room when this is happening? Can we go? She's like, can we go now? We're all like, done. Bitch, y'all friends are getting in. What you mean, can we go? They're in full on thrust right now. Come on, girl. And why are you standing there looking out the window? Like, they're fully having an orgy right now. You are dreaming of a better life. <laughs> Maybe she was peeking over her shoulder. She kind of just was like, oh, you know, she didn't want to really it. look. She's like, I hate it here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this window. I want to go home. <laughs> you know, like, give me a break. There was a lot of cheeks in this movie and pinching cheeks. Okay. So <laughs> are, I'm really glad, like, the 90s and early 2000s with <sighs> I want to say white movies, right? White males. Yes. And like making fun of gay people but doing shit that would be like why 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 did you greet these two boys in your class 
by bending over. I'm surprised he didn't spread them cheeks. Like it was uh, yeah. just a lot. <laughs> yeah. And then and rated version. That's what they have. Telling him to pinch it and then saying, and then to insinuate, y'all are gay. Get out of here. You just took the clothes off and asked me to pinch your ass. What is you happening did right now? You know, I honestly thought that was going to come full circle when they did that joke at the end. Right. I thought they really were going to end up together. They oh, no. Tuttle, no, Tuttle was down. No, Tuttle was down. Tuttle was totally down. Yeah. He did reach for Lance, but Lance was like, nope, nope, oh. I'm not there yet. But Tuttle was down. <laughs> He like was maybe ready. college, bro. Maybe college. <laughs> <laughs> they got to go to the big campus monster. That's right. <laughs> they go no, to college. I, I feel they do that all the time. And I think when it comes down to a white man writing it or directing mm-hmm. it, this is the only way they can express that type of closeness with a guy. Let me write to be the, they have to be the, <laughs> Yeah, they have to be the gayest thing on there without fully going there. And as long as they're bullying or on a sports team, all of that pinch my butt show mooning is it's, allowed. It's just and fun. It's, it's funny yeah. games. But that yeah. was the mascot of this movie. It was on yes. everywhere. Pinch my butt, the bullets, the bulletin board, the chalkboard at school, everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Like, why does pinch me keep showing up in this movie? It's so weird. It's 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 it was a lot. It and was. you know what? I I watched the new Jennifer Lawrence movie this weekend, and the, the she ended up at some like call high school party with some kids, mm-hmm. and these guys were like, "How old are you?" Or some like like you want to get together, or whatever. She's like, "Why don't you guys go fuck yourselves?" And he was like, and then they both bring their phones out and they're like, are you trying to insult us? Like, why would it be an insult that we would oh fuck God. each other? There's nothing wrong with us fucking each other. So Welcome it's like- Welcome to the new age. Yeah, exactly. It's so like, so different than a 90s movie. It um, definitely is. <laughs> so I'm glad we've evolved. Yeah, <laughs> the first hint that I got of that, that's so funny you brought that up. 21 Drum Street did this so well. Because they wanted to contrast this old school versus new school and that you were not going to see what we saw from the TV show. And, you know, they pointed out, you know, wearing the the backpack on one arm and being like, oh, that's gay. And it was like, what's wrong with being gay? And I was like, oh, (laughs) we're doing this now. Oh, wow. We've evolved. Like, okay, stand up for the guy. I love that. I I just... (laughs) I want them to definitely keep doing that. But yeah, once, the, and then what is it? Bianca's last line, hi, gay. Or, and she did well, the whole thing. Oh, wait, she did the, I was she like, did. woman. Hey, boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I don't think she said, hey, gay. <laughs> she should have. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey, gay. She did one of them. I was like, okay, that that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I see. I was like, oh, she knew. No. <laughs> So but Rob get... knows I'm, I'm always ready to make these characters gay in this movie. Like, <laughs> you didn't have to try hard. They were doing yeah. a lot they of the work yeah. right there. <laughs> so we get Lance and Tuttle are now advancing on Carl, who is retreating, but also trying to defend himself. So he picks up a shovel, but there's Wasn't also a an... shovel. It Oh, I thought for a second it a was one whacker? of those. Lo- yeah, like a lawn leaf, yeah. uh, like lawn thing. Oh. It was very calm. It was like a lot of pieces to that thing. And I was like, what in the hell is that? And they back him up into 
an empty pool and he Ooh. falls down and whatever that weapon is goes through his head and he's dead but i want to show you so we have <laughs> we have cameras in our house and so there's one in the family room I need to show you my husband's reaction to that scene because he had gone to the kitchen <laughs> and he came back. And so I'm literally going to share my screen because I was dying at his reaction. Okay. I've literally never even done this before, but okay. Did so, you color your hair? No, the purple's washing out and so it's getting more blonde. Oh. Okay. Can you see it? <laughs> I hear laughter. Okay, oh. I see it now. You got to rewind it. I would have never come up with that dad joke in my life. That is amazing. Deadpool. I love that. It's so funny because doing research, and I'm sure this came up, but it said that there was that this viral David Beckham commercial for Deadpool 2 that addresses this movie and says it's a masterpiece. So yes, I have I love no when doubt brought it, it up. It's got like this now cult thing, I'm sure, because of that. Yeah, people started like a lot of people didn't know about the movie. And so like when he did that teaser. So in in a 2018 advertising campaign for Deadpool Deadpool 2. David Beckham is in it and they're kind of going back and forth and Ryan comes dressed as Deadpool trying to say sorry for like making fun of him in the movie and then he's like well you should be apologizing and he like lists a bunch of Ryan's like commercial flops including Green, Lan Green Lantern, RIPD, Selfless and Blade Trinity but then he's like oh and also Boltnik and Dead <laughs> Deadpool's like hold on <laughs> Boltnik is a masterpiece. <laughs> so after that, you can see a bunch of Reddit, like people talking about it on Reddit, like what's Boltnik, and like people going back and watching it after that. So if you didn't know it, ex knew it exists, I guess I missed that campaign because yeah. I did not. <laughs> I missed that so, too. Yeah. <laughs> we missed both waves, Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought for sure, like, well, at first when I saw it, I thought this was like a Canadian movie. That's Be what I was thinking. Yeah, Same. But, but then I kept, I saw like Mark, Matthew Lawrence, like so many. I was like, okay, I don't think any of these people are Canadian. So turns out that they actually filmed the movie at Whittier High School in Whittier, California. So mm. yeah. I would have never guessed. <laughs> so now Deadpool is dead. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and i don't know how the girls do not see his dead body in the pool no and the guys are like horrible actors about like oh he ran away why don't y'all go home and so the girls leave completely unbothered and then they decide to move the body now mind you Frank is out in these streets. We don't, I don't know what Frank doing. There's a thunderstorm <laughs> happening and Frank is out here messing with wires and stuff. Good Lord. And the one popo in the, in the County, I guess, pulls the guys over and they're horrible. Like 
Get that boom mic out. <laughs> boom mic. You got a dead man in the back. And also, these are high schoolers. He's like, oh, well, it's good that you're designated drivers, sir. <laughs> they're oh, in high school. I don't even know Dude. if they're seniors. They should not be drink- like, what no, is they happening were juniors. here? So you're encouraging, you should be breathalyzing. Like, what the hell is happening? He's. <laughs> He is the worst cop I've seen in a long time. The, and they're the acting so suspicious, worst. too. So right. it's like <laughs> extra. <laughs> and he has like, I think they like threw a hat on him or something like he his head is bloody. Like, they're yeah, like, apparently the scar was being blocked by some like bar or something in the Jeep. So when he was leaning his head, you couldn't see that there was like a puncture hole or something. But I guess that bought him some time. Um, I'm just surprised how easy it was for these two to consciously decide to get rid of a body. They were not scared. (laughs) That was the first option. (laughs) Frank did not care at all that a kid just died. For science, I want to bring him back. He was not phased at all. (laughs) They just committed murder. I've been waiting for this. (laughs) Just to be popular, I'm going to help you out and keep you out of jail. Right. Like, he's not even scared. He's lurking, watching all of this go down. And and then it's just, like, so easy. Oh, my dad has a brain. Let me go get it. Like, it's a sweater or something. It's a brain. (laughs) Oh, this man just pulled this brain out. Didn't need to connect any other wires. Mm -mm. And was like, I'm going to just pop this new one in. We're good. And he went into the brain when he was pulling it out of the jar that was too small for the brain. He couldn't even get it out. Like, I was just like, what is happening? Can someone answer, though? (laughs) Maybe not. (laughs) But I kept saying, okay, yes, it makes sense that his brain would be damaged because he fell for such a height. But it looked okay. And then as he was pulling it out, like you said, he's like literally squeezing this other brain. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, how is this? How is this any different? <laughs> how I, is this any I, different? I don't know. I've held a brain before. <laughs> and it is not like a fun thing to be trying to put. Like, I could not see my, ha- my hand bare back in it and just like <laughs> pulling it out. I just, because it's so slimy and... And I could imagine that brain had to be in some sort of formaldehyde. You can't right. put a formaldehyde brain back in. Like, what 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 are we doing? And sanitary wise, like when you're doing surgery, you need things to be sterile. Like, I've watched enough Grey's Anatomy, so I have my <laughs> doctorate in Grey's to know. Anatomy. Yep. Right. I I went to I went to medical school at that's what I said. Seattle when- Grace. When my mom concussed herself, I said I'd pull down my Grey's Anatomy degree and just made sure, like, I was looking at the dilation. I was asking her questions. <laughs> I knew what to do because I got hey, my degree. A hundred percent. Like, I just knew all of this was wrong. All of it was wrong. Yeah. And Frank's, Frankenstein's got some up because even Frankenstein's monster didn't even get a cohesive, like, speech conscious like he didn't remember who he was before this dude literally he still had every single memory that he had before his death yeah i I don't know at school i kept saying that's what got me out of everything not the brain being held (laughs) how did he know the locker which locker to go to he knew which locker to go to he didn't know the passcode but 
Yeah, and he, he knew when to go ass... home, and yeah, yeah. I don't know. My main but... complaints: the locker, right? <laughs> this whole thing. Also, <laughs> no, my biggest thing was y'all killed this man. Y'all <laughs> did some unsanitary surgery. And then afterwards, you don't even have the boy sleep over your house so you can monitor or watch him. You just drop him off. Yeah. Not even brought him in house. the house. <laughs> drop him off outside. Didn't even walk him up. You're right. No. Not a text me when you get home. No, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, you're not our problem anymore. You're alive. You do what you want. If you die after you leave this car. Right. That is you it. You get your head at school. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> It, it's those it, haphazard staples don't get infected right like and you're putting like a hat you, you're not even there's a neosporin <laughs> just, just so frustrated <laughs> by this whole thing but it's gonna grow back that was the thing too the dead skin will start to become alive again oh, it's not making sense it's there was not. toes involved too. There was electricity to toes and ears. Why? And the <laughs> earlobe. Why? I also just feel like Frank should have had more notes. Like, I don't feel like he was really observing. Like, what kind of scientist is just like, all right, go away? His first human, all it took was a mouse for him to be an expert, and he right. was ready for the human trial. So, <laughs> like, peace be with you. Right. You're welcome. <laughs> And and th- and then the boy comes in with a new. He's styling leather leather jeans or pants, <laughs> leather pants. Where where were these clothes before? Did he go steal them? Maybe they were in dad's closet. Cool. Oh my god! And also, homeboy had to go get a haircut. So how did that work? He and it was hat- dyed. What? Well, they cut right. Didn't they say they cut out some of the blood? So was that them? AKA gave him a haircut because like, we have to cut some of this blood out of his head. <laughs> That was oh my goodness. So is that one of their skills as well? They Barbering. are <laughs> they did the Frenchie in Greece. They gave him leather pants after school and everything. <laughs> I wonder if they sang beauty school dropout. Yeah. <laughs> but they should have at this point. <laughs> I just all this movie kept doing was giving me questions. But you know what? I didn't I didn't get a feeling while watching it like I can't watch this anymore. I just kept laughing and saying, yes. Lord Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> the whole time. Ken just kept turning around saying, What are we watching? I was like, this. I don't know. Campus. <laughs> Neck. But this performance must have done something to you, Jackie, because you want to watch rewatch two guys and a girl in a pizza I've shop. Been wanting to rewatch it. And it's not streaming anywhere. You can buy the DVD on Amazon, which is a last resort for me, because then that ties me to the TV. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> what What's that character in Sky High again that you love? Oh, War and Peace. I'm going to say this is the low rent version of War and oh, Peace's 100%. look. 100%. <laughs> this was the starting ground of War and Peace. Yes. I'm glad and even they when his it. voice goes gravelly, like that is where Peace's voice all the time. Yeah. There you go. I'm mad. Have you all <laughs> seen the cin- cinematic classic War and Peace? Or, uh, Sky High? <laughs> I have seen Sky High. I haven't gotten to the level of quote yet. Is it? But is it Sky is a very High good movie. The one with 
Jude Law? No. Oh my no. god. This is, Bruce Can- this is Bruce Campbell. This is Bruce. In the world of tomorrow. at it. No, this is Bruce Campbell, Kurt Russell, oh, Kelly Bruce Preston. Campbell. You know, everybody's oh, a superhero. I know. Oh, now I know what you're talking yeah. about, but yeah. oh my god. Wrong movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where we go from here. Hey guys, I'm Darcy, founder of Spirit. And I'm Kelly, the chief technical officer of Spirit. Back in 2011, we formed the Supernatural Paranormal Investigations and Research Institute, searching for answers to mysterious things that were happening in our little corner of Canada. And we haven't stopped searching for those answers ever since. Join us on our podcast, Canadian Spirit, as we dive into all of Canada's most famous and forgotten paranormal mysteries. Examine the evidence and try to figure out what might be behind Canada's ghosts, cryptids, and UFO encounters. In Canadian Spirit, you'll get a peek behind the curtain and see for yourself what being a paranormal investigator is really like and learn something about Canadian history, which isn't as boring as it sounds. Even if it is, we're a pair of chuckle fucks, so we'll do our best to make it entertaining. So come along for the ride and discover for yourself what makes the land of maple and hockey so wonderfully weird. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podchaser, you know, wherever you find your podcasts. And remember, raccoons are aliens, werewolves are perverts, and ghosts are just downright rude sometimes. So Carl Carl goes home and right. beats up dad. And he's like, you're yes. never gonna. I thought he beats. Again. I thought he beat up dad after the police brought him home. So well, the yes. first night we don't see yes. his life. He, he, he was just, getting the leather pants. Right. Yes. We just see him show up to school, crocodile Dundee the locker, with his big ass knife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and everyone's like, "What happened, oh, to Carl? He hot, right? <laughs> That's all it took." And also, can we talk about what a shitty friend? That Frank is dropped. Yeah, dropped his friend as soon as to his bet his only goddamn friend. Yeah, Jordy. <laughs> yeah, I forgot because, because Je- I, he didn't talk to Jordy yeah. anymore. Right, they were cool, and then those uh, Tweedledum and Tweedledumer come up, yeah. and they're like, "What's up, my boy?" Go and away. then he's like, then... Oh, "Let's suck." Bye. I was like, the disrespect. <laughs> I understand that he wanted to get the girl, but I don't remember them ever mentioning him wanting to be popular to the point of like dissing his friend. That whole popular angle just kind of came out of nowhere, but apparently he needed to be popular in order to get the girl, I'm assuming. I don't even think so, because it's not even those two knuckleheads that that get him introduced to the girl. Exactly. Yeah, It's his crazy monster. And the tiki party. Come on, that was it. (laughs) They were like, we can only have you black folks in this movie for so long. <laughs> right. We need a reason Scoot for him along. to like go away. But honestly, it just saved Kenny from a lot of the drama. Like he would not be involved in this mess. <laughs> yeah. So having him there would have just been a disservice for him. But but that is I, a dropped know, plot. You're right. Like that's a dropped thing because that would have been a fun thing to play off of him trying to hide things, maybe, and like yeah. him knowing, like, oh, what's wrong? You're hiding something from me. Right. Well, and can we also talk about poor Andrea and the therapy that she needs? And instead she goes and gets <laughs> new boobies. 
Oh my. I've Good never seen woman. breast implants <laughs> in a one two shop. Are you up here? No, like she went and bought them next day. Express. Yes. Yeah. She, no no like, healing. She drove to Canada or someplace. I, I, let me know where those titties are at where you can get them expressed like that. Because what in the hell? Yeah, I was he very was gone curious. For 24 hours. I, I was curious where, like, what happened with their date. You know, she's running, he's doing this improv dance with the flashlight. <laughs> And then all of a sudden there's a scream and that's it. She's like, I'm going to go get new boobs tomorrow because yeah. this day not to has inspired me. So, okay. This is <laughs> yeah. Um, lots of stuff happens, but they buy the homecoming tickets. Right. And so... while Frank is talking to Macy, who is the treasurer in charge of the, the money for the homecoming tickets, Frank is stealing all the money out of the cash box. Right. And she, Macy rejects Frank's offer to go to homecoming. Mm -hmm. So then Carl says, you know what? Frank is actually throwing a party at his house because he had mentioned that his parents were out of town and yes. he was house sitting. At a brain convention. Right. A brain <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> They're fun. They're a fun family. Right. <laughs> and of course, just like in House Bunny, the way to become popular is to have a tiki party. Yes. Unless you're a bunch of racists in Virginia, then yeah. or Charlottesville, yeah, yeah. then no, <laughs> not that kind of tiki party. How did they decorate this whole entire thing after school? With all the money, he hired yeah. party oh, so planners. That, that okay, so that makes so much more sense. <laughs> but how like, much I mean, money have I... they raised for homecoming? Don't think about it too much. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say that while being a cashier once in many different yeah. retail stores, I I get having the drawer open for easy access will make the line go faster, but it's not like that she was during rush hour. Right. This woman barely had anybody in line. <laughs> she was begging for that money to be stolen. I'm it sorry. I don't too. have It was almost sympathy. like, come get it. Yeah. If your like corner of your eye cannot visually see that this man took this money, you don't you don't deserve to be treasurer. It had no business far from treasurer. you. And it it just she was begging for it. I'm it sorry, I just right had now. no sympathy for that money being stolen. I just didn't. No, she and and look how long. Also, riddle me this. It was time to take that lockbox back, right? Yes. Yes. Did she not open it? Nope. Did she not? No, no. She, just, she just closed the lid. Did she not break open. She more just, people's tickets? That's like a thing. If anyone else coming with cash, that she, she had to break no, the cash? No. She did say that they were the last people that bought tickets. So yes. she did say that. But that just means like she was willfully ignorant and didn't <laughs> open the damn box to make sure count the money for the day or nothing. <laughs> treasurer my ass yeah you need to be fired and, and you know good good for the teacher good for the teacher to get in her face like you got 24 hours and you do that not want to know what i'll do was unhinged that, but that and needed exactly. to be fired exactly he is talking to taxidermied squirrels are we sure he didn't steal that money himself because he conveniently is like you know what? It was actually shoved in this shady envelope in my desk all the way to the back. He said it was under nuts or something or, <laughs> or a squirrel something. Yo. So can you trust this man? Exactly. Unhinged, mm -hmm. Danielle. 
<laughs> he, it's you know what this is that role that always happens in these movies where you get a comedian and you throw them in this role and they're like let me just do some the of my own and, yeah. <laughs> my own stuff that motherfucker was talking to himself in the weirdest ways and i was just like this is not funny it's creeping me out you take you're killing the vibe yeah they could have cut all his scenes out and yeah. it would have fine. Yes, yeah, speed it up. <laughs> speed <laughs> it up. Speed up this 129-minute movie, please. <laughs> I was shocked at that length, actually. <laughs> I still have to give him grace, though, because he voices my favorite animated character, and so I can't be mad at him. Which character is it? He is Roger Rabbit. Is that why he was doing those voices? That Igor voice, like oh, he Frank, he cool. is a he is a voice actor for sure. Um, he ben. even did the um, robot in the Wes Craven movie Deadly Friend. Do you remember the robot in the beginning? Before the brain of the robot goes into Christy Swanson, he was the voice <laughs> of that robot as well. But yeah, I always look at him and see Roger Rabbit, so I'm just like, oh. And I, I would like, like to him. just keep him there. He didn't yeah. need to be in this movie. <laughs> no, <Nope>. that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> like I, he's very talented, but just it was it was unhinged and weird. And maybe when this movie came out, maybe people knew that that yeah. this is who he was, and it was just like, oh, I got it. I but know. now I'm like, who the hell is this? <laughs> And why are you accusing me of stealing when the envelope is in your desk under those nuts? It's like crazy that he was trying to shake her down like a mobster. Like clearly she didn't lose it. Like he'd be like, oh man, we've got to find out who did this. Not you got 24 hours before I come beat your ass up later. Like it's (laughs) a little much. I think he would have gotten fired (laughs) if the money didn't turn up. Like I don't think anything would have happened to her. He would have definitely lost his job him you if think? yeah oh yeah they can't just blame a kid for this i mean he's responsible not even because you know <laughs> something something a so full he, on investigation i would sell this that money, money. <laughs> well and so we have the party macy and frank talk for hours and then she's like okay you're cool let's go to homecoming which is like tomorrow apparently yeah <laughs> and then he also has money to hire hire a cleaning service to clean up the entire house before his parents get home the next morning. Mm-hmm. And then when his parents get home, he's like, "I'm going to homecoming," which most parents would be like, "Amazing, hey, good yeah. job! You're getting out of the house, right? You're not playing with the soldering iron tonight. Good job." <laughs> and he asks to use the car. The dad responds by asking oh saying it's oh, not a car it's a van which it is yes. it's a Volkswagen and then walked away like ask again yes <laughs> and then Frank says I'm going with a girl and the dad asks did you inseminate her this close <laughs> it's really close to him <laughs> this In that question van. is so telling sure. To the type of man and father he is. I mean, it's, it really spoke volumes. He clearly works to not be at home. Yeah. Like, oh. did not want this child. Uh... And, like, if it wasn't for these brains, I my life would not be, like, 
the only reason I am here is because I intimidated your mom. <laughs> and you're just going to have to deal because, <laughs> I mean, if you weren't into the things that I'm into, I just would never talk she to you. She must be too. Again. She went to the convention. Or the she didn't seem too Let distraught me... in her marriage too. I she really loves this man, and they did they have like a have moment. The kinkiest fucking sex, yeah, ever. Those two. Okay, I'm sure it's good. I know he says inseminate, and so we think that they're having very clinical like sex. Dumb two freaks. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't even <laughs> think there was a convention, and you know Ooh. what? Like, <laughs> really summed this up for me is at the end. They're just talking normal, and he just dives at her and just starts making out with her, almost to the point where Shelley Duvall looked scared. That's what made her quit acting. <laughs> and she wasn't ready for it, but them two having freaky, freaky-ass sex. That's why the dad is mad. When is this boy going to be out of our house so we can walk around naked and do our things? That's what keeps them two together. And I would have seen the hotel over this, I feel like. I would have yes. wanted to have gone with their journey and then maybe check in with Frank yeah. and yes, the gang. <laughs> and well, and then the dad says, Frank says some throwaway line about how Einstein didn't pass calculus <laughs> or something like that. And then the dad said, come back to me when you've made a discovery, a scientific discovery, As and like, I'll give yeah. you the van. Well, as important wow. as like the something of relativity or whatever. Yes, the, yes. Yeah. So something like that. Yeah, we, something as high caliber as that, it, I guess. It escalated quickly. He just wants to drive a girl to homecoming. So the answer is no. Right. And she ends up having to drive them to homecoming. Which she said she was fine with it. Yeah. And then at homecoming, Lance and Darian win homecoming king and queen and then they start making out under the bleachers what were the noises that were happening (laughs) i don't know they went to the barn yes there was i was very confused by all the coupling by the way me too the only couple that like me that i i knew for sure was frank and what's her name macy macy but the rest of that situation was confusing but they kind of did like kind of just mix and matched it right (laughs) and the guys like didn't like and this Mm. is where we know that Mm. they don't care that they're switching up going back and forth with their girls because they want to be with each other Mm -hmm. that bathroom scene was very telling yeah what was that i don't know what was happening fingering their their hands underneath the (laughs) I should restate that. (laughs) Please don't. It was perfect the way you said it. (laughs) There was some kind of action going underneath the stall. Their hands. They were saying, "Yes, we're here for each other. We'll we'll trade or something." Was someone puking the entire time? Yes, the entire time. And it like I think I had looked away for a second, and I was like, "Oh, are they throwing up?" I and I kept waiting for this movie to take like a real horror turn. Where like he was starting to kill them off one by one, so I mm-hmm. thought like because one of them was drinking, I think it was Tuttle. I thought, oh my god, he's throwing up because he got poisoned. Like I missed Ooh. something, and I was like, oh no, they're finger banging in the bathroom. I know for a serial killer, he didn't kill anyone. <laughs> right. what I mean. Was he was he a serial killer? 
Right. I, and I once they said he killed young girls, I was like, hold on, is he rapist too? Like, <laughs> this is very not safe for these children. <laughs> yeah, he killed no one over the course of the movie. So they, spoiler alert, end up <laughs> chopping his brain in half just because he was kind of obnoxious question mark right like he didn't kill anybody well what he did to macy was sexual yes. assault yes oh yes. yeah. yeah oh yeah and he, he hit a breaking point I, yeah. I think like i don't care that these two kids killed you but no <laughs> you were gonna kill a grown man and in front of his food truck and that's where i right. draw the line you got to be put but down now what was right. that like it seems like he was shaken by the mob or something <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Or like he was an arranged thing. So it almost made it seem like they were playing with that he was wrongfully maybe accused of being this. I don't know. That's how I took it because it at this weird. point, I didn't know what was going on. I thought, I thought that scene, he was going to switch and say like, say a word and his friend, it would have been like a friend and be like, oh my God, how do you, you know, but how, why would you go back? Yes. Why would you, okay, you need money, right? Mm -hmm. But why would you go back to a street vendor to try to kill them when the last time you tr tried to steal from them they killed you yeah <laughs> like make it it's not making sense and also there was a lady in the truck the whole time <laughs> just witnessing the whole thing yeah saying her prayers to the lord yeah did you feel like that was happening? added in it was just like seemed like they just <laughs> dubbed right. that in because they realized oh there's that woman looking in the back <laughs> We need to add a dialogue. <laughs> it's it's so weird. But after, okay, we've got <laughs> too far. But after the party, well, after homecoming, right? What's his name? I forgot. Okay, Carl leaves with Andrea. Andrea, Andrea and they're like making out, and then she, when she takes his hat off, she sees that like he has those like crazy stitches, and she starts screaming. Which I mean. Girlfriend. It didn't look that bad, honestly. It wasn't that bad. Like, know. what are you screaming about? And then he, like we talked about, he does that flashlight thing and then we just cut and we don't know. The next day, we find out like that Andrea's missing. She didn't come home. And also we find out that the money's missing. But mm -hmm. I do love that What's her name, Darian, is like in the bathroom combing her lovely locks mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's just saying to macy girl don't stress that out of those two things focus on the money and who was the last person that you sold tickets to sounds like it's your boy frank Smart. and what's her face she'll show up again eventually she probably knew she probably recommended where to go get them tits done yeah that's probably why she <laughs> wasn't stressed <laughs> i'm gonna disappear first but right like really? I like chaos. I'm gonna plant the seed. You guys have fun. I'm That's gonna just watch <laughs> from the side. <laughs> why did it seem in that scene when you know she unveils the hat and you see the bolts that they, that's when I feel like they went to the 50s because it kind of was like make out point and all right. of a sudden this 50s jazz song that they played over and over again. There was like a stock song played, and then there was like <laughs> random teenagers in the back. Like I was like, this is the 1950s. What happened? <laughs> Where are we? <laughs> make out point <laughs> also we there when they first leave the boys roll up in their matching ken jeeps oh. um <laughs> and this is when carl gives them the business finally putting his weight in it 
mm-hmm. and knocking these mofos out because they ain't nothing. Yeah. Like, no. how are these the bullies in your school for real? Justice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, their conclusion, instead of, like, saying, you know what, we need to stop acting like assholes, is to start beating up Frank again and saying, mm-hmm. you fixed him after we killed him so it's your problem and we're gonna pants you yeah mm. make it make nice sense. boxers by the way right oh my god this teacher <laughs> the teacher is ridiculous Fire. but I, I just feel like frank and also now frank is getting the business from macy who's like i can't trust you but she doesn't have like you're mad at frank because you think frank stole the money frank has pretty much said it was carl Mm-hmm. essentially and what do you do you get dressed for halloween and you go to <laughs> carl's house who stole your money because it could not be it could not be him it had to be frank it had to be frank well and frank warns her like carl's bad news do not do go not with go. carl like just stay home in that that halloween costume what what <laughs> was it I have that? no Ooh, idea. Who she I was think she was be. like the bride of Frankenstein to tell you. Oh, that would be oh, hysterical. Probably. Yeah, I have to get dressed for Halloween and go to this party because it's the only way I'm going to find out where Andrea is. That is my <laughs> mission. I I don't I don't get that. Why she happened quickly though? I don't place. like Frank, but I'm gonna go. I don't like Carl, but I'm gonna go to his party, <laughs> and I'm not gonna trust Frank. That that just the and two don't. And did so we stumble sense. into like the Halloween party at Eyes Wide Shut? Because that's right. what it <laughs> yeah. felt, felt like. And the way that Carl like dragged her to the basement was, I was scared for her. Me too. I yes. was very scared for her. And I, I thought that throughout the movie, they had shown that she was this type of girl who wouldn't take that. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just funny how she then became the damsel at that moment. Cause I feel her character was a lot tougher to not necessarily to thwart him and get away, but just be like, what are you doing? You know, like, right. You know, defend like a little she, bit. I think she was shocked because yeah. like all the years that she had known Carl, he was very soft spoken and quiet and stuff. So like, yes, it's been three days of speed horror craziness, <laughs> but like, I think she just didn't think that he would do something like that. And the way he pulled her was so fast and he's so much bigger than her. Like I kind of understand her. Like, she, I feel like she should have been more forceful. Like what mm-hmm. the hell? But yeah, I think she was probably like, what's yeah, happening just, just in shock yeah. yeah yeah and meanwhile frank's getting pulled over because he's going <laughs> under the speed limit and the cop, A cop again right Ain't the got cop nothing is to do. the worst cop i've ever seen like <laughs> he just is apathetic in his job at best if you right. see a guy if you see a cop chewing gum just fire him <laughs> just just let, just let him go give him his pension some, some pin, yeah, because it's just no good. The Dirty town cop. only has the one, though, so right, they wouldn't have one. anyone else to take over. <laughs> He's doing all shifts, evidently. Every yeah. shift, no backup. So Frank makes the executive decision to speed off in this air cooled Scooby van. van. Not a Scooby van, Danielle. Is I know it's a VW, that. and the Scooby van is like an actual van. <laughs> <A GMC>. <laughs> Focus. <laughs> 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 so then 
all of a sudden Andrea shows up with her new boobs and she's like, oh yeah, I just it, got the express job done. Right. Like, where is this happening? I don't know, Wait. but they were like up here and I'm like, yeah. that's not, that's not where boobs live, ma'am. <laughs> that's, that's why it was so quickly and so cheap, probably. <laughs> no experience, no experience no. needed. And they were glossy too. Like, yeah. <laughs> Did you oil them up? Like, what's happening right now? Because that is a breastplate. That is not, those are not real boobs. Yeah. (laughs) Makes sense. Makes sense. So then, who shows up first? Is it Lance and Tuttle that are down? Yeah, they come. Well, no, uh, Frank comes down first, and then Frank is getting his ass beat, and then... (laughs) (laughs) Tuttle and Lance come and Lance is dressed as a woman question mark what is he dressed yeah. as they yeah. were trying to play again with this they're like <laughs> give him every stereotype you can think of we're just gonna throw on this but then later on was that their th- like was that supposed to be th- their true selves or something because later on in the credits they're dancing as I think as a- I don't I don't know but something happens when the whole party sees them like oh I think Carl knocks out Tuttle and so yeah, Lance they have is, a yeah. yeah they have a scuffle because the gun did not go off because Frank took all the bullets like yes. that was very bold I guess there you go there was the serial killer he did attempt but oh, it didn't right. work oh yeah and so instead of shooting him he just you know pistol whips him and knocks him out and so right. Lance is trying to revive him with CPR and they get caught kissing ish i guess or <laughs> hovering over him and trying to revive him so they're like oh we knew this i get it now <laughs> explains a lot <laughs> that's the thing like the fact that it really everyone was like sadden up yeah the math is math in here and no one questioned it carl is chasing frank and then i don't I don't know if it shows it or if I blinked or somehow <laughs> Frank gets Carl on the little watermelon guillotine. Yeah. Ow. After he comes up the steps, he's hiding behind a hallway with a two by four and knocks ah. him out. Yes. And he just got the upper hand and then managed to tie him up and put him in this thing with all these witnesses and nobody said a word. Yes. And, and like, then puts he... a bunny hat on him. Well, they thought it, it was a show, I guess. Uh, yeah. Maybe I don't. And like he Dexter Saran wraps him to the, <laughs> yeah. the guillotine. Mm-hmm. That oh. was a nice touch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, he uses the guillotine, chops his skull off, and kills Carl again. Well, he didn't kill him the first time. Carl is yeah. dead again. Mm-hmm. And so then he goes to his dad and is like hey, I got the serial killer brain. Here you go. By the way, I need the old brain back, or I need the good brain that you're performing experience, experiments on. Dad's like, oh, we already got rid of it. But by the but, way, I took the other brain and I fixed it. Yeah, I sutured it up. <laughs> Quiet, crickets, crickets. <laughs> <laughs> 
like, but his dad son, doesn't ask any questions. Mutton. You're into my thing. You want to know about my work? Oh, kill anybody you want. Right. As long as we can have a, a, a you know, a father-son bonding, I'm totally down for this. I knew I stayed for a reason. Like you said. <laughs> <laughs> and dad is so fucking proud. When, like, yeah. Carl comes back to life for the second time, he's like, you were in that van. It's and show yours. him your brain and I'll show you mine or something like that. <laughs> what? My yeah. favorite line in the whole movie is Al. <laughs> <laughs> oh That's what Carl says when he wakes oh, up. Ryan. And <laughs> this time they put electrodes on his nipples. <laughs> Yeah, they didn't have the earlobes anymore, so they had to get it from somewhere. <laughs> I... But the to- but, but what is that a grounding unit? Like you're grounding them to the nipples? <laughs> I don't know. A lot is happening. A lot is happening. One thing we didn't mention was the first time they brought him back to life was that oh. as soon as he got up, he tried to like he hugged Tuttle and these motherfuckers hit him with glass bottles on his head. We are trying to keep him alive. What are you doing? They're like, don't throw my cover out yet. They're still <laughs> trying to play with that whole thing. And then, oh, what I was, was I going to say? Oh, the amount of slow mo sparks and jazz <laughs> as Carl is reanimating. I was like, this could be cut way down. Yeah. <laughs> That's where the budget we know probably Carl's went. coming back. Yeah. <laughs> and then the next scene is where dad and mom make out after dad tells mom I gave the van to Carl. Like, y'all live in the same house. Why can't we share this van? Right. Strange is this family? Is it the only car? I'm just very I confused. Because I felt like the mom wanted to say, bitch, this is the only transportation we have. What are you talking about? <laughs> How are we going to go to the hotel this weekend? Right. Mm. And this is when the dad jumps the mom. So, yeah. <laughs> and then the the next scene is where Lance and Tuttle show up at school. And they're like, someone says the entire, oh, it's Darian says the entire school knows and mentions Ellen and Burton. Burton. Yes. Yes. (laughs) No, it's not Darian who says it. It's the other girl. Andrea Andrea says it. She comes in glowing with her new breasts. Mm -hmm. And then everyone's like, ooh, look at that rack. And then she starts talking about them as a couple. And there's like, you don't have to act like you like my boobs. It's okay. Just, you know, be yourselves. (laughs) We get it and we still love you. Right, which I thought was very loving. It was very sweet. I just, you just ruined the moment with Miss Bianca coming around the corner with this line. Oh, yeah, I, g- gay, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then He's we like, see Hi, Carl, <laughs> and he shows up with a bandage. I'm like, well, at least he bandaged his head. Yes. And it says, do not touch on it. And I was like, well, that's pretty funny. And then he runs into emo girl and it seems like it's love at first sight let me ask a question not only did you do this to this man once you did twice and you sent him to his house again by himself i mean you get 
more care after a concussion, it seems, than this man got from two brain transplants. And he doesn't remember, he, it wasn't him, so he doesn't know anything that's been going on the last few days. So he's probably still scared at home. He doesn't know that his dad knows they're like that, buddies in a way? Right? Or, yeah. yeah what I, does I, he remember, though? Not, like falling in that pool. That's oh. the last thing. Yeah. Pretty much. Oh. Has a couple day deficit. Yeah, he still thinks it's Tuesday. Like... Right. He missed the homecoming <laughs> dance. Everything. Yeah. Well, that was coming up quick. You know, when Halloween was the next day, <laughs> you had to have that costume ready already. Couldn't skip. And then Lance and Tuttle are back to bullying Frank, but macy doesn't care she comes and apologizes because math teacher or science teacher has told her he found the money and then they have the weirdest makeout session it um, was so awkward and i get it, it's like high school it's supposed to be awkward but then like it went on too long and they're like i don't i don't need to see i it. wonder if they dated in the past because they look like they were really into this kiss scene i was wondering if they were dating during this because they had yeah. vibes. Yeah, 100%. it definitely had vibes. He he was, I mean, that was very open mouth. That wasn't called for. It wasn't asked. He went it for wasn't it. <laughs> he, no, he went for it. I, I have a feeling they probably were an item. That's my explanation. I'm I'm Googling it. Right I am now. too. <laughs> it's like a great time, like around the same time I could see that, right? Like, She's this on is while the teacher watches. He's not going to interrupt. But when the moment comes, I'll say the word teenagers and walk away. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. And I think aside from the really weird, stupid dance party during the credits, that is bolt neck. <laughs> That's, yeah. She forgave him and lived happily ever after. And yeah. Matthew yeah. had some nice moves in the in the dance thing, right? He kind of like opened up a little and yeah. He was getting ready for his TLC future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did like the little dancing scene at the end. I can't see anything about them dating. He did date Daniel Fisher, which I had no idea. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. No, I knew about that. I did not know they dated. Interesting. Huh. Well. Well, worth a shot. Now, you heard it here that first. scene is very <laughs> conclusive. <laughs> I tried to give him some grace. I, I don't know what the kiss came from. They but could yeah. have been, though. You know, I mean, yeah. it might not have been official. I mean, again, we didn't even know what bolt head was. Yeah. Or... yeah. Bolt neck, yeah. Bolt neck. See, there I go again. <laughs> yeah, hashtag I'm call... what? <laughs> I'm going to call it what I want at this yeah. point. There you go. It's got three damn names. What's what another one exactly? The fourth. <laughs> Just just digesting letting this movie marinate in my head but before we get into the ratings rewind again why don't you guys tell everybody where they can find your podcast and your social handles 
So you can find the podcast on Apple, Spotify, Red Circle, all those good places. Radical Retro Rewind Podcast, one word on Instagram. And we're on YouTube, TikTok. I'm trying the Twitter thing. Rob is always trying to get me on Twitter and I cannot (laughs) handle it. It's I don't know why. So really, Instagram is the place to find us and and connect if you want to find us. And you guys can, as always, find us at No More Life Phase on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, and Threads. Now let's get into the ratings rewind for present day ratings. I'm going to start with you, Ryan. Okay. I feel like it's either a masterpiece, like they're saying, or (laughs) it's the craziest movie you've ever seen. So it's like, I don't know. I'm like in between, like, is this a, is this a masterpiece? Maybe that is a masterpiece. So you know what? I'm going to go two day rental. Okay. Rob. Okay. I have a very specific scale when it comes to ratings (laughs) and I just want to be entertained. I, I don't need Oscar writing and you know great performances you know like i you know not even to hate on soap operas but i watch soap operas like i i can bypass all of that stuff as long as i'm entertained and so unfortunately this movie didn't do that well to entertain me and um, while looking past all of the indie the the tv movie like tone it just wasn't a cohesive movie and it i didn't really laugh at loud (laughs) <laughs> and it just, you know, like the the nostalgic of it all, seeing these stars and the stat cast was fun, but it just wasn't enough for any kind of repeated watching or even a recommendation. So, you know, there are a lot of people out there who would love to hate watch. And I think even with a group of people, you could really have a good time. <laughs> Outside of that, I'm sorry, this is a same day rental trash. <laughs> I think if we had nostalgia for it, let's say if we grew up with this and this right. was like a repeat yeah. thing, I think we would really have liked this better. It but... was, yeah. yeah. I feel like this is like a, a, a cross between a Disney spooky movie mm-hmm. and idle hands yes. like yeah. a dirty comedy but it's like it didn't know where it wanted to go because like i think it should have leaned into more like killing everybody yeah mm-hmm. but yeah. It, it just didn't so yeah it's gonna be a same day rental like <laughs> it was really cool discovering it but i'm not watching this again <laughs> i'm I'm gonna go to Danielle. <laughs> I'm gonna go two day rental. I feel like I will be the one that's like, "Hey guys," <laughs> and then just sit back and watch because it was fun. Because I watched it with my husband, and it yeah, was dude. fun to watch his reactions mm-hmm. to the movie. And now that I know what's going on, I could literally just put the movie on not watch it and just watch the people i'm with for their <laughs> reactions so two days also goals for you and your husband <laughs> i would love to show someone a movie that even if they didn't get it or know why they were watching it to appreciate it and just have fun with what it is they're watching yeah. because yeah. they trust you 
or maybe you two have similar tastes, but that is so goals to me because I'll tell you the moment I show somebody a movie that clearly is not in their wheelhouse, they will let you know and they will <laughs> let, they will make sure you know to regret ever showing it. So I appreciate him for doing this journey with you and having I want to say a lot of fun with it. So that's awesome. Yes, it, he is a very good sport and he does listen to the podcast. So mm. he tries when we're not traveling here and there to watch the movies with me so that when he listens to it and then He'll I have, have that's nice references. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And then I also have stories of just his reactions to things as we're watching it. Well, the video was great, too. I love yeah. that, having that video presentation. And is definitely always down to to clown yeah. around with us with this stuff. So it's it's nice to have the support. Like, we Absolutely. have really good people in our lives that will watch these movies with us. <laughs> I'm really sad Rena didn't get to watch this one because you need to sit down. Uh, this and Killjoy double feature. <laughs> oh my God, Killjoy! No, oh. you did not. Are you talking about the movie or the TV show? The, the movie. movie. Oh There's my a God. TV show. Oh my... Well, not based on the movie, oh, but there okay. is a sci-fi show that came out called Killjoy. Oh. I believe it's oh, a yeah. zombie-ish sort of thing. Oh, we did. The, the, movie. the movie oh my jesus i cannot i can just that poster and that box when i walk down that that aisle that movie. i will never forget yeah this is blockbuster stuff right here that that box sitting on that shelf was was a moment oh the teeth yes the teeth exactly <laughs> well if you have watched bolt neck or if you have insider information and can confirm Matthew Lawrence and Christine Lakin dated at one point, hit us up at our quick drop, 909-601-NMLF, 909-601-6653. Please call in. We just get spam calls or <laughs> we get text messages from some guy looking or some lady looking for Daryl. And I'm like, I'm not Daryl. I apologize. <laughs> Sorry. Daryl doesn't live but here. But have you seen Bolt Neck? Come on now. <laughs> and don't forget to join us next week for another wonderful movie or 90s, 2000s classics. We haven't decided yet. Mm -mm. We haven't we haven't decided. We are figuring it out. And thank you, Ryan and Rob, for joining us. Oh. This was lovely. And I had so much fun. <laughs> yeah, we thank really you. did. Thank it was you. a pleasure. Thank you for inviting us. And it really made the movie. It really made the movie, this conversation. <laughs> and as always, be kind and rewind.